We are on Daf Lamates Amud Aleph. We're the third line from the top, the last word on the line. Just concluding what we spoke about yesterday. Tanu Dvei Yishmo. We learned the very Metamtemis. When a person does a sin, it blocks up the Metamtemis Lila It blocks up a person's heart from wisdom. Shenemar says Lo Tetamu Baham Vinit Mesim Bam. It says you shouldn't become unclean in them, and you'll be unclean, and you should you'll become unclean in them. Which means, but it's written. Without uh, without an olive, so, it's, so you can read it. I'll take you when it makes them. Said reads, you become unclean. Ella benitamtem, you'll become blocked up. Tanurabanan, we learn again about the same pasuk. You shouldn't become unclean, and you become unclean in them. Okay, that Adam metami atzmomad. We learn also that if a person makes himself unclean a little bit, metamino saharbe, then they leave him to make himself unclean a lot. Uh, uh, like we learned, okay. Um, furthermore, milamata, if a person makes him unclean from below, they make him unclean from above. If a person makes himself unclean in this world, they make him un- they, they, they let him become unclean in the world to come. We learn. In Hebrew, he should make himself holy and you'll be holy. What does that mean? Here we see if a person, because it's, it's active, if a person sanctifies himself a little bit, they sanctify him very, very much. If he sanctifies himself from below, they sanctify him from above. If, they say, if he sanctifies himself in this world, they sanctify him in the world to come. Now we have the new Mishnah. We learn. What happened after the, what did the coin God do? He's standing there in front of the two goats. Tarif Makalpi, he grabs, uh, he grabs with his hands, he grabs in, in, the, in the box that has the lots in it, he grabs them quickly. The Helosh Nigaros, and he brings up with, with, with his two hands, he brings up the two lots. Echad Kosovalav Hashem, one's written to Hashem, Echad Kosovalav Azel, and one's written to go to Azazel, to be thrown off the mountain. Hasgan, okay, Bimino, the vice Kohen, who, the Kohen who's ready to take his place, if he becomes disqualified, is standing to his right. Barosh Beisab Mismolo, and the head of the, of the family that's serving that week is standing to his left. Im shall shame Allah Bimino. If the lot the, of, the, of the goat that goes to Hashem comes up in his right hand, which is a good sign, Hasgan Omer Lo Ishi, so then the, the vice Kohen says to him, My master Kohen, you say, lift up your right hand. Everybody can see that it came up in the right hand. But if the, if the one to Hashem which came up his left hand, which is not a good sign, then the head of the, of the family that's serving that week, who on his left says to him, he says, he says, he says my master, raise up your left hand. Uh, and now we learn. The son of Alshnei so now he takes the two lots, the one on his right and the one on his left, and he puts them, Ashnesi, he puts them onto the two goats. Okay, the one on his right, he puts on the right, right goat, and the one on his left, he puts on the left goat. But Omer, and he says, Lashem Chatas. He says to Hashem, This is a Chatas. Okay, Rabbi Shmuel Omer, He doesn't have to say Lashem Chatas, but El Lashem, all he has to say is Lashem, that's sufficient. Behain and all the people when they hear because he says this he, he pronounces Hashem's name explicitly uh, explicitly on they would they would answer they say after he said it Lamali okay Torah okay but copy why does he have to grab it quickly what's the point he has to grab it quickly from the box so he won't intentionally. Okay, that he won't be able to guide himself to purposely grab the one he wants because he can feel it's engraved on the lot. So if he goes, if he doesn't grab it quickly, he'll have enough time to feel with his hand 
whether it's written Lashem or Lazazel. Remember, it's, it's a good sign, so he'll be inclined to want the one Lashem to show up in his right hand. So he has to grab it quickly so he doesn't cheat. Amarab, a copy shall it's, and also it's not, and the point, the point is, and it's not, it's, it's, and he didn't do the mitzvah of a lottery. It's not a lottery if you, if you pick what you want. Amarab, a copy shall it's, I saw, okay, we, he said that this box was made out of wood. It was made out of metal, out of precious metal. But Shalchol, I said, was also bought <coughs> from <coughs> mundane funds and not from the temple funds. And also, it wasn't holy, it wasn't made holy, and also, and it could only hold two hands, not more, again, to, to, to cause the lottery, like we said. I understand very well why it can only hold two hands, so that he won't, he won't purposely choose the one he wants, but rather he'll do it as a lottery. I understand that. That's why there's not enough room to, to move around. Why does it have to be mundane? He says, in the katra, let it be holy. What's the problem? What's wrong with the box being holy? Let it be a holy thing. Okay, and he'll and he'll and he'll he'll do the mitzvah with the holy with a holy utensil. He says, If that's true, you're going to have a serving utensil in the in the mesmerish made out of wood. We have a rule that we don't make the serving utensils in the in the base amigdash from wood, only from uh, only from metal. Okay, so if that's true, so then, so then, okay, so good, so make it out of silver, make it out of gold, make it out of a metal. The answer is, no, but you don't have to, we have a rule, and that is that, we, that, that the Torah cares about the money of Klai Israel. We don't, we don't, we don't just needlessly make something out of an expensive metal. So our Mishnah, which says that the Kohen Gadol himself does all the does does the whole lottery, that's a, the, okay. Is not like the Tana where this following we learned the Tana because we learned in the Raisa. Yehuda says differently. Yehuda says in the name of Lezer, It's both the Sagan, it's the vice Kohen and the Kohen Gadol both put in their right hand into the box. And they they do it together. And if the if the if the lot to Hashem comes up in the right hand of the Kohen Godo, Haskan Omerlo, then the vice Kohen says to Michi Kohen Godo, my master Kohen Godo, lift up your right hand. But let's say it came up with the, because they both put the right hands in. If it came up, if the one Tashen came up with the right hand of the, of the vice coin, which means the one Lazazel came up in the hand of the coin Godot. Not funny, but Rosh Beisav, so then the Rosh Beisav, not the vice coin, but rather the one on the, the, the coin on his left, who's the head of the family we're serving that week, he'd say, Daber Milach. He'd say, Say your words. He's supposed to say, say that this is a Chatos Lashem, Lashem Chatos. This to Hashem, this is a Hashem, this is a. Chatos, you know, but you know, obviously he's not going to raise his hand. I have a name of gun, so one second, name gun, so one second. Why is it that why is it that that that, that the vice coin tells him when it comes up his right hand to raise his hand? Okay, why doesn't why why doesn't the, when it comes up in his left hand? Why doesn't the why doesn't the vice coin also say what uh, say what you have to say? Why is it the rosh pays off on his left? Because it didn't since it didn't come up in the right hand of the coin, he's he's going to feel bad. He's going to be he's, he's going to feel bad. Uh, uh, and, and, and the Sagan, since the Sagan is the one who got it in his right hand, he's going to feel better if he's the one who tells him to say what he has to say. But my commitment, so what is the argument between the Tana Bar Mishnah and Rabbi Yehuda? Who, the Tana Bar Mishnah says the Kohen Gadol does the whole lottery himself, and Rabbi Yehuda says that he does it together with the vice Kohen. 
Marasa bar. So one opinion holds what, as we can see, It's always better to have right hands, and it's better to have the right hand of the of the, of the vice coin that then even though you're going to have the coin godol do everything, better to have the coin than, than to have the coin godol use his left. So that's the opinion. That's the opinion of, of Rabbi Yehuda. Umar, but the Tana of our Mishnah Savar, he holds Kedadinenu. No, they're the same. Whether the left hand of the Kohen Gadol, left hand of the Kohen Gadol, him doing everything, or or the right hand of the of the Sagan, and they have all right hands, it's equivalent value, and therefore, and therefore, uh, and therefore, it's fine to have the. Uh, uh, it's fine to have the. Um, the Kohen Gadol will do everything, even though he's going to use his left hand. Who is the Tana of our Mishnah, the Palak of the Who is the Tana? Who is that Tana? It's not identified. Who is the Tana that disagrees with the Yud and says that the Kohen Gadol does everything by himself with his two hands? That is the opinion of Rabbi Chanina, the Skana Kohenim. When I say Skan, but yeah, when I, you know, Skana Kohenim, Rabbi Chanina, the Vice Kohen. But I meant when I, yeah. Okay. The Tanya, Rabbi Chedida Skanakonim, Rabbi Kinnis Skanakonim said, Lama Skan is a Melama Sagan Bimina. Okay, okay, why is the, or, or why is the Sagan on his right? Or why is the Sagan appointed? What does it mean? Shim Iro Bob Suba Kohen Godel, because we learned it, because if there's any disqualification of the Kohen Godel, Nichna Sagan Meshamish Tachto. So the Sagan, the vice one, enters and serves in his place. But the upshot is what? That as long as it, there's no, as long as from here we learn that as long as there was no disqualification, the Sagan doesn't do anything. And therefore, Sagan Akonim understands that it's, everything is done exclusively by the Kohen Godel with no help from the vice Kohen. Tanra Bonam, we learned the following. That's once we learned that it's a good thing for the for it to come up in the right hand, we talk about about this this miraculous occurrence. Tanura Bonam we learned the forty years that Shimon Tzadik served as Kohen Gadol in the second base of Migdash, every single year the 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 lot to Hashem came up in the right hand of, uh, in his right hand. But when after that, okay, when they weren't so righteous, sometimes it came up in the right hand of the coin, sometimes in the left hand. By Elushan shows the horse, and the same thing, there was the, there was the uh, thread of, of uh, a red wool that was tied um, to the head of the, of, the, of, the, of the goat that was thrown off the mountain. Malbim, it would always turn, it would turn white, and that would always be a sign that Ashkosh Baruch had forgiven the Jewish people for their sins. So all those years when he was doing it, it always turned white. But after Shimon Tzadik, sometimes it did turn white, sometimes it didn't. Also, the Western, camp, the Western lamp, we have an argument what it is, but we have a tradition that the Western lamp Burnt long, either either longer than all the lamps, or burnt constantly, burnt till the next night, till they always were, till they till they fixed the till they till they uh, cleaned the menorah and relit. So the, this the western lamp always was always lit. Uh, every single uh, lit, uh, according to that opinion, lit until the next night. Every single time, that was as long as Shimon Tzadik was still there. But after that time, pumping dolly, pumping kaba. Sometimes it would stay lit till the next night, and sometimes it went out. Beforehand, like all the other candles. Not only that, but the but the fire arrangement on the on the altar was always strong enough. Okay, okay. And the kohanim never had to bring any extra wood from the time they made the, the time they set up the fire arrangement in the morning, and it was it was it would burn all day long strongly, and they wouldn't have to bring any more wood for it. Except for the two 
the two logs that they would put, just like you put in the morning, they put also in the afternoon for the Talmud of the afternoon, but otherwise they didn't have to add anything. And the, but why did they have to add those two logs? Because they the kind of and that's to do the special mitzvah. There's a mitzvah always to put these two logs on the, on the, uh, on the, on the fire arrangement, both by, for the Talmud of, uh, of the morning and the Talmud of the afternoon. So that was true all the time. Mishin Ratzalik, he never had a, they never had to add to the fire. But after that time, sometimes it was strong and didn't need to be replenished, but sometimes it wasn't. And, and it, 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 it wasn't strong. And the Kohanim did not hold back from bringing wood to add to it uh, all day long. Uh, in order to make, in order to stop the, so that it wouldn't go out. And also during his time, what happened? There was a bracha in the Omer, the the uh, the uh, the Omer offering on the, on the second day of Pesach. There was a bracha on the two breads that they brought on Shavuos. So he's going to be eaten. Okay, lechem upon him, and also on the breads that were on the tables all week long. Any coin that got. One kazayas, which is really not that much. Some people, would, some of them would eat it and be satisfied. Not only that, some of them only would eat it and be satisfied. They would, they would eat it and they would, have, they would eat it and be satisfied, and they, and they would have left over from a single olive's worth. That's how much bracha was in the mincha offering that they ate, and the two breads that they ate, and in the and in the uh, uh, from the mincha the the, the 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 omer from Pesach. There's two breads from Shavuos, and the breads all week long. With the other way, after that, there was a curse went into the omer offering, into the two bread offering, and into the into the breads on the table offering. The breads on the table. There was a curse went into them. A coin would get a coin would get a, a bean's worth. Okay, and what would happen? And the the uh, the uh, modest ones. Uh, they wouldn't even take any. They wouldn't take. They wouldn't take such a small thing. But Gargaranim, the people who are who are you know gluttons, notlim, you know, they would grab the the the, the beans worth and eat it. Came out the one guy grabbed his and he grabbed and he took his and he grabbed uh, and he took his friends also from his hand by a also and they called him Ben uh, Hamzan. They called him a thief. till the day he died. How do you know that the word chamsan means? Where do we see a pasuk that chamsan means a thief? So it says, "Alakai, my God, palteni miyad rasha, save me from the hand of the rasha, mikaf ma'avel from the from the hand of a person who does wrong, bechomets and a and a thief." Rav Amarbach said, "I learned the word means a thief from another place. Limdu heitev, learn well, dirshu mishpat, seek seek justice, ishu chamots, and and support the one who is stolen from." The Gemara, the, the, the one that passes, the Gemara says, "Eshu chametz, v'alta ashu chametz." Support, but uphold the one who was stolen from, and don't uphold the one who don't uphold the one who steals. Uh, and this, this is also, this is also a way of teaching the judge that you listen to the claimant first and not to the uh, defendant. The year that Shimon Atzadik died, he said to them, he let them know that he was going to die. He said, "Bashana Zohu makes." He said, "This year he's going to die." He was talking about himself. They said, "How do you know?" He said to them, every Yom Kippur, when I went into the Holy of Holies, there would always be a, a uh, an elder would show up. He had a vision. Lavush Levanim, who was wearing white, Vatuv Levanim, his head was wrapped in in white. And he would show up there. Nichnasimi, he would go in with me. Biyotzimi, he would come out with me. Byom, this Yom Kippur, what happened when I wanted to go into the Holy of Holies? 
appeared to me a one elder wearing black and his head wrapped in black he went in with me and he didn't come out with me and after Sukkot, what happened that year just like he said he was sick for seven days and he died and after he died even though they would usually say the saying again pronouncing Hashem's name the way you know explicitly which you don't do they would they stopped already after after him after he died we learned forty years before the second temple was destroyed already things were so bad it never happened at all the last forty years it never happened that the lot came up in the right hand of the Kongolo. shows a nor did the nor did the red thread tied on the head of the of the goat turn white nor did the western candle remain lit until the next evening and also a very bad sign that the doors of the of the sanctuary would open themselves showing here or showing that they're just ready for the enemy to come in uh, uh, and take over the doors kept open until Rabbi Yochanan and Zakeh rebuked them and he said to, he said to the sanctuary hechal, hechal, sanctuary, sanctuary what are you scaring yourself for? I know about you that in the end you're going to be destroyed. Uh, 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 and already, Zechari Benido, Zechari Benido already prophesied about you that the opening of the doors would be a sign of the, of the coming destruction. Because he said, uh, open up, open up your doors, and the, and the fire let, and the fire will will consume your cedars. So I know about it. He says, but but don't you don't have to, but you don't have to uh, you don't have to let us know. We all know it's going to happen. You don't have to give us any. You don't have to keep telling us. Okay, you can let it happen when it's supposed to happen. He says, Why is the base of the English called Levanon? The answer is Shemal bin because it whitens Levanon language like white because it whitens the base of English with all its sacrifices and its service. It whitens the sins of the Jewish people. Why is the base of called a forest? The Chtivas, it's written, Beis Yar Levanon, the house of the, of the Levanon forest. to teach you, just like a forest uh, produces, brings forth fruit, also the Beis Amigdash brings forth fruit. What was that? Because he taught us, when, when, when Shlomo, at the time the Shlomo built the Beis Amigdash, not the Bokomini he 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 implanted there all kinds of 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 of, of fruits, uh, fruit trees, so to speak, made out of made out of gold. He made golden fruit trees. Why in Paris bismanem, and they would they would blossom with fruits. They bring forth fruits in the time when the fruit the forgiven fruit was supposed to blossom on a normal tree. These golden trees would bring forth their fruit. I came in Shavuot when the and when the wind would blow these golden fruits, I know they would they would drop their fruits. They would drop their fruits. No, they they would fall off. Shnevers it says Yerushka Levanon Pirio. Its fruit will make noise like the like the Levanon, like the fruits of the Beis banging into each other. Umehem Isaparnasa Lekuna from these golden fruits that gave sustenance to the Kohanim. But when the goyim came into the into the sanctuary, then those those golden trees stopped bringing forth fruit. Shnevers it says Uparch Levanon Umlo. It says now the 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 it's the the the, the the blossoming of the Levana, basically, was destroyed. But Akash is going to give it back to us. It'll come back again. We're going to have those trees again bringing forth fruit. And as it says, Parach Tichrach, it will bring forth blossoms and rejoice. 
Af Af Gilas Gilas Ranan also uh, rejoicing with song. Kora Levana Nitan Hashem. The honor of the Levana Nitan Parvet Nitan Law. The honor of Levana given to it. So therefore, it teaches us what that these trees in the Levana are going to blossom again. Okay, now he takes the two lots and he puts them on the two on the two goats and he says and he says to Hashem Achatos. we learn There are ten times in Yom Kippur when the coin instead of saying Ad Hashem, he pronounces he pronounces Hashem's name the, the way it's written the, the four letter name he pronounces it the way it's written. three times when he first. Uh, confesses on the, on his on his bull. Ushlosha be the sheni three times. The second time he confesses on his bull. Ushlosha besir mishtalechem three times on the on the confession that he makes on the on the goat that's going to be thrown off the mountain. Okay, beechad begorolos, and then that's that's nine and one more begorolos. One time when he when he when he designates. When he, when he does the lottery and he says, Lashem Chatos to Hashem, there's a Chatos, he says Hashem's name also explicitly. Okay, Rakhvar Omar, it already ha- it once happened, Omar Hashem, when the coin said, he said Hashem's name explicitly, uh, uh, and, and, his, and his voice was heard all the way to Yericho, even, uh, even though it's far away, like we can explain. Omar Barachana, he said, from Jerusalem to Yericho, Asar Parsos, is 10 Parsos, it's quite far. Okay, Vitzir uh uh and the sound of the of the of the um uh what's called the uh, uh the hinge. The sound of the hinge of the doors of the sanctuary, Nishma Bishmona Tchumeshabas was heard was that that was heard the the length of 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 eight Shabbos measurements, whether that's eight times two thousand or sixteen thousand amas. Izim shibiricha, which is actually less than the yiricha. Izim shibiricha, and the the goats uh, uh, that were in yiricha, hametachas reach torahs. The goats in Jericho would sneeze from the from the smell of the torahs of the base to make the show all the way in Yerushalayim. We get all the way to there. Nashim shibiricha, the women in yiricha, and tzrichas the espasim reach torahs. And the and the and the, the women in Yericho and Jericho didn't have to wear perfume. They would be perfumed from the smell of the incense that came all the way from the base of Megiddo Yerushalayim. Kala Yerushalayim and a kala in Jerusalem who would wear much more perfume than a regular woman. She didn't even need to put on any perfume. because of the smell of guitars that would permeate the city. Amar Amar Rabbi Izimayu Abba Bahare 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 They say. He says, Amar Rabbi Yossi ben Delgai, Ismail Rabba Bar Mikhmar, my father had goats in, the, in these mountains. And they would sneeze from the smell of the Torah. Amar Rabbi Yoshua ben Karcha, one elder old man told me, one time I went to Shiloh, where the, where, where the, where, 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 which was where the sacrifices were given before even the first base of English was given. A thousand years earlier, and I, was, and I smelled the smell of the Torah between its walls. And was the, the smell of the Torah was so strong, it, 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 it remained smellable all those years, all those years later. Okay, now, Am Rabbianai, Elias Gorbatov, Kapi Makhevas. This is an argument. Rabbianai says that, that drawing the lots from the box, that is a critical service, and if you don't do it, then the service of the two goats is not, is not kosher. 
Okay, and and they're, they're not they're, they're not designated. But placing them onto the goats does not disqualify the service. It's not critical. Rabbi Yochanan said no. Rabbi Yochanan said, Even the drawing of the lots is not. As long as he said, as long as he says, as long as the coin designates and just says, this one's to Hashem and this one's Lazazel, it, it's good enough. Even though not only not no, it's not okay. Even the uh, not only not only is the placing of lots not critical. Even the drawing of the lots is not critical. A leader of Yehuda. Okay, now we have, we're going we're going to try and understand their argument according to a previous argument. There's an argument of of which services are of which services are critical uh, which services are critical in the, in the order, but ultimately which are which are critical services. I leave it to Rabbi Yehuda the Amar according to Yehuda who said things that are done in the white garments of the, but that he does have to do with the white garments outside of the holy of holies they're not critical. It's only okay uh, not critical. Uh, even if he changed the order, etc., it's still kosher. So according to that, according to Rabbi Huda, says everything outside the holy of holies is no problem. It's outside. Nobody's arguing. Obviously, it's, that's not critical. So there's no and therefore what? According to him, there would be no argument between Rabbi Yanai and 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 Rabbi Yochanan. He pligi. When do Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Yochanan argue? I leave it to Rabbi Nechemia. According to Rabbi Nechemia, who disagrees and he says, who okay, says what? That that. That things that are made in the white garments outside the holy of holies, they're also critical. If you change the order, it also it also disqualifies the service. So now what do you say? But according, so according to according to Rabbi Nehemiah, who says that all the services are disqual- can be will disqualify or they're critical. So now what's the argument of of, of Rabbi Yanai and Rabbi Yochanan? Rihanna, who says what that the drawing of the lots is 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 is, is critical. Rabbi he holds like Rabbi even though it's not outside, but it's still critical. And Rabbi Yochanan, who says that it doesn't hold back. I, what's he going to say according to Rabbi Nechemia? He says, "Hani mi liaboda." When do Rabbi Nechemia say that all the services that the coin does, even the ones outside, are critical? That's what it's called. What it's called a service it has to do with the sacrifices. But the but the but the drawing of the lots, it's not a service. It has nothing to do with the sacrifices. Some say some say that we explain. Another way, according to Rechemia, the Amar Ma'akva, according to Rechemia, who says that all of the services, whether inside or outside, as long as they're white garments, they are critical. Then everybody, there's no argument between Rabbi Yochanan and and Rabbi Yana. Even Rabbi Yochanan agrees to Rechemia that the drawing of the lots is critical, and if they didn't do it, the 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 the, the goats are not designated. When the Rabbi Yochanan it's only an argument according to Yehuda, who according to Yehuda, who says that who says that um, that, um, uh, that 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 the outside is not ma'akev. The one who said what that the drawing of the lots where Yochanan says the drawing of lots is, is not critical. Rabbi he holds like Rabbi Yehuda says that all the services outside are not critical. But according to the but according to but according to, but according to Rabbi Yanai, who says that the drawing of the lots is critical. Okay, okay. So he also holds like Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda, so why is it why is it critical? It's not outside. The answer Shani it's still different here. The Tana Beikra because the pasuk the pasuk repeated itself. It said Asher Allah, Asher Allah. Says the one that came up, the one that came up in the lottery twice, Trezimli two times. So therefore, even though in general the truth is like in general the halach is like Rabbi Yehuda that the services outside in white are not critical, but here by the drawing a lot since it said it twice. Came up, it came up. That's the, the pasuk is letting us know that by this particular thing, it's critical if you don't do it, and the and the and the goats will not be designated. And we'll call that a daf, and everyone should have a wonderful day.